if you look at these two teams and you see they seem very similar. You both have a coach of the year, a player of the year, defensive player of the year. What do you, what do you see when you guys look at one? I look at them and I'm like, uh, so good. Uh, won a lot of games in a row. They've got great momentum. They play in a great league. Their coaches got them playing together, tough. Uh, they can really shoot it. They got a special player in Sam Merrill. Nemus Keita is as good as we've seen on tape in terms of a big guy, a little bit like Kenny Wooten with more offense. You know, he can block shots. He can score. He almost averages close to a double-double in the league. And uh, it's going to be a great challenge. You know, it's going to be a great challenge. Um, and uh, we had a good practice yesterday and just excited to have the opportunity. Talking about a guy in the middle that can block shots like Kenny Wooten, what did you guys learn about going up against a guy like that? What do you need to do differently? I've told you guys before, it's like uh, when you learn about surfing, you know, you don't, you don't swim against the current. <laughs> you swim toward the big wave. And so I felt like when you play against a shot blocker, you can't go away from them because you didn't give them space. You got to take away space and you got to be aggressive at them. And I felt like in certain games that we were going and being, you know, going away, you know, you got to go at. And so I think that'll be a big part of the game. Mike, how do you feel about the state of your offense? Uh, you know, the first game against USC, we made 13 threes. We were rolling. Um, you know, Oregon obviously has, has caused some problems uh, for us. They got a really good defensive team, great shot blocker in there. Um, you didn't make shots. I think we've just been a little inconsistent, but we've had great signs of making shots in multiple games, and we will. Um, you know, we just got to share it. We got to move our move the ball. The more the ball moves, the better shots we're going to get, the better rhythm we're going to have. And uh, you know, having these four or five days rest, I think, is great for us. You know, you need your legs to make shots. One of the greatest shooters. I'm not going to mention his name. I had asked him a question one day. I said, let me ask you a question. Why are you such a great shooter? And I thought he would say follow through or whatnot. He says, I'm in better shape than everybody. And so the length of a season, those types of things, when your leg goes, you, when your legs go, your decision-making goes, your shooting goes. And so these getting the extra day and playing Friday, I think, is a great thing for us. You know, we've had some injuries. Uh, guys are banged up. But, you know, you just got to get in the gym, make some shots. Uh, and we have that ability. We've proven it. Do you think that the type of defense that you guys play is particularly good for these tournaments when teams really don't see this type of defense? Yeah, you know what? It's, uh, you know, they, they're going to pose a, a, a challenge for us, too. I mean, they haven't seen our defense, but their team moves the ball as good as any team that we've seen on tape. Uh, like I said, they move it, uh, they share it, uh, they look for each other. And they've got four guys out there that can all make a play. And that's, those are all dangerous teams against our defense. Uh, but our defense historically, it, it's a challenge for opposing teams because they've never seen it. Uh, you can't mimic it. And, uh, you know, I hope, that's, <laughs> I hope that's the case on Friday. Uh, but uh, it'll be a heck of a challenge, I tell you that. From your experience in Syracuse and first rounders with this defense, what's your most memorable experience in terms of thwarting the? Uh... Geez, you know, one year, uh, gosh, I don't know if it was it 2013, we went to the final four, Michael Carter-Williams, find out the year. But we had, I don't even know the year. I'm so old. I'm like 72 years old mentally right now. No, I'm kidding. Sure, sure Sorry. If you got like, but I mean, 11. And, uh, and we had played, and uh, we had played a rival. Um, you know, we had played Georgetown. Uh, it was the last game in the, in the Big East, and they beat us by 35. I think, and uh, we got back, uh, you know, 
gathered the troops. We had, I think we only scored 35 points in that game, 34 points. And we ended up getting to the finals of, of the Big East uh, tournament and, and losing. And then we went into the, into the uh, NCAA tournament and we held teams, I think, under 60 points. One team scored over 60 points all the way to the final four. And the message for our guys is, is regardless of how your offense is rolling, the thing that is going to make us different in this tournament and any tournament and has made us different all year is our defense. And if you stay focused on that and don't let missing shots affect that, we can be in every game. Now, make shots and do that, now we can beat anybody. And, uh, but you got to focus on something, and, uh, and defense is going to be our main focus. You had a couple of inbound plays that scored on you in the Oregon. They scored this we seen that all year. Yeah, no. And they, uh, you know, they did a good, listen, Oregon did a really good job. Uh, Peyton Pritchard, you know, we had, a couple, we, we had multiple breakdowns. And uh, like we told our team, you know, we've, we've got three weeks left. Focus, lock in. You know, what we do is not complicated, but what we have to do is we have to execute. And I felt like in those, a couple of those plays, we were supposed to be seeing the ball and we didn't. That's what happens. You know, where's our Peyton Pritchard awareness? First play of the game. Talked about it, worked on it, got to execute. Just like in anything, you know. Uh, we can give the plan, we can give the org, we can give the offense, we can give this. Now you've got to be able to go out and execute that. And uh, we haven't been doing it at the level that we've we're doing it when we were winning at a high rate. Utah State plus nine rebounding, really good defensive end. There. Yeah. How critical is it to get something on put back side, second shot? Well, they do a good job on that. They play a lot like, you know, their defense is a lot like, I remember playing against Notre Dame, they sag off, they play, they keep you inside, uh, they take away the paint, uh, they'll look to double on the post, they try to force you to shoot three-pointers. And so if you look at their statistical analysis, it's they allow you to shoot threes. And so, you know, we're going to have maybe early shots, and we've got to be able to not just take, have an opportunity to shoot a good shot, we've got to work it until we get a great shot. And uh, with that being said, I think there are opportunities to get on the offensive glass where we can I expose them, but it goes back to we've, we've got to, we'll have the plan, now we've got to be able to go out there and execute it. You played most of the season with an eight-man rotation. Yeah. Against Oregon, you were able to get Jamal in yeah, for yeah. some extended minutes who really added something, I thought. Do you tighten that up? Are you going to be able to get Jamal some minutes in the tournament? Do you tighten it up? I think every game, every game is different. Uh, you know, I'm a gut guy, so <coughs> I, I kind of have a feel for how the game's going and what we need to win. And so I just, that's nothing against Jamal or if Dom didn't play minutes or Nas. Every game's different. Some you need a guy who can drive and make plays, and some you need a guy who can space and shoot. Sometimes you need an offensive rebounder. Um, so everything's a little bit different. Jamal did come in the game uh, against Colorado, and I thought his uh, the way he played defense, the energy that he brought was like he was an elite player coming into a game. And even though he hasn't played, he had two big rebounds, changed the, the toughness of the game where we started so slow. And then obviously against Oregon, he had a couple really good drives, and uh, you know he's going to be a great player. What did those minutes do for him down the road? Uh, Listen, he's one of the big future pieces of the future of the program. He's a great player. He's got great size. He's got great IQ and intelligence. Unfortunately, he plays he plays behind the defensive player of the year, and, uh, league player of the year, and uh, it's hard to get minutes on that. How similar are Jamal and Matisse? Uh, similar in size, different. Uh, Matisse is, has an innate ability on the defensive end. 
to be disruptive. <coughs> Jamal has a really innate ability, but uh, Matisse wears different cloth when it comes to that. Offensively, uh, Jamal can put the ball on the floor. He can shoot, and he's a lot. He's a, he's a physical. Like he's going to go to the foul line a lot. You know, he he plays. He initiates contact, and that's where, you know, Matisse is a really good spot up shooter. Uh, and when he's aggressive on the bounce, he's different too. But Jamal's going to be a heck of a player. Is Lucky there, to have him. Is there any concern that, like, with you know? Yeah. Being in a new environment, will the refs allow Matisse to, to kind of do his thing, or could he sort of pick up? You know, the th that I'm telling you, the biggest thing of the NCAA tournament is the referees. If you get East Coast referees, there's going to be a lot of banging and physical play. If you get, well, I mean, everything's different. You can get a guy from the Southeast Conference and the Pac-12, or not the Pac-12, but all over the country. Uh, it's going to be an interesting deal, but th those become the environmental deals that you're not really used to. You just got to go out and play and you got to be able to adapt the way that the game is being played. Mike, you talked about how you sort of followed the projections for a few weeks leading up to, to Sunday. Follow the what? The projections. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and for a while, Utah State had been a potential matchup. Did you or your staff consider going over and scouting Utah State in person? You're not allowed Vegas? to. You're not allowed to. We watch, listen, at the end of the day, we watch so much film. I mean, our guys, if you watch our staff, if you get on the bus during before our games or whatever, they're all watching college basketball games. Now with the phones, it's like, oh, yeah, I just watched three of the Utah State games. I mean, you, accessibility and numbers and watching and, um, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great challenge. Excited. Does that mean you're going against Coach Cal's thought process and not watching any Oh, we, I watch. We watch a lot. We were. That's where we were the last three hours, just watching film and studying. And you know, the biggest thing that you want to make sure is that your guys are prepared and they know, understand that this is how we have to execute to win. And uh, and uh, you know, it's it's pretty simple what we do. And I think the trick to this thing is keeping it simple. You just got to have great energy and you got to have great togetherness. And uh, we got to go from good to great, not just a good shot. We can get a great shot. What do you think of the region? Listen, it's tough. I think everybody in the NCAA tournament's good. Um, I look at it as uh, an incredible opportunity. You know, you get to play a great Utah State team who's had one of the best years in the country uh, across the board. Uh, if you can get past that, uh, I know. It's, is it Iona, North Carolina? Is that it? Played against, we played against the Syracuse Iona every year. You know, you almost played them every year in North Carolina. Um, you know, I think I know what time, you know, Coach Williams has practice and goes, you know, we've, he's such a great, you know, it's Carolina. So um, it's just, just to be a part of this and have an opportunity. And, you know, I've seen so many incredible stories from VCU to George Mason to uh, Syracuse. We've had years, I don't know if you remember the Kemba Walker year where they got all the way and there was, I think they were a seven or an eight seed. And, you know, it's real. And the biggest thing that you got to get your guys to do is believe that it's real. And, uh, you know, it's all about belief and then, you know, execute that plan. And, you know, we've got the tools. We've proven to beat some of the best teams. We've played some of the best teams. That's why we did it. You know, you guys all see Miracle, right? Remember when they played the Russians 10 days before in Madison Square Garden and they lost 10 to 3? And then the second time they played them, it was like there was no difference. And so, because they've experienced it. And that's why you play Gonzaga at Gonzaga. That's why you play Virginia Tech. That's why you play the top teams, uh, to have this opportunity. And now it goes back to we just got to execute better. We got to make some shots, and we got to be flying around on the defensive end.
in the second half against Oregon, you said you were disappointed in that defensive yeah. concentration. Was that a, a function of fatigue or something else? I don't know. You know, it's, there's so, like fatigue means a lot of different things. There's physical fatigue. There's mental fatigue. There's pressure fatigue. There's family fatigue. There's academic fatigue. There's life <laughs> fatigue uh, for the most part. And you know, three games uh, uh, in three days. It was that was a little bit new, but it wasn't an excuse. I felt like we, I felt like we just allowed bad defense or bad offense to affect our defense. And, and, and that was something that I hadn't seen in a long time. And so, you know, it happens. It's lucky. I thank the Lord that it happened then. Uh, and it didn't happen where you're, you're going home. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes, you learn your lessons, and you move forward. Couple more guys. We've seen a lot of guys, Dwayne Wade, Steph Curry, <coughs> Carmella to a certain extent. The NCAA chart really launched their profile. Yeah. Knew about them, and then all of a sudden they were stars. What, what do you think that this stage does for for guys? Maybe like a Jalen or a Matisse who are on people's radar, but this is a chance for for everyone. Well, you know what's interesting is if you look at Carmelo Anthony, and you just helped me. You just helped a great point for me. Can I write this down? C A L K I N S. I'm writing my own story today, all right? I'm going to start asking you questions. Uh, Carmelo became Carmelo because we went to the national championship and won. If you look back, we played Oklahoma State. We were down 22 points in the first half. Carmelo and Jerry were scoreless at halftime. And I don't think they led us in scoring up until the Final Four when Melo had the great game against Texas. And so the thing when I think with young players and they look at it and they think, okay, I'm just going to take over and be like Carmelo. Carmelo had a great team. And it was Billy Edelman. We had guys coming off the bench that led us in scoring. Billy Edelman had 20 and Josh Pace had 17 against Manhattan in the first round. Teams are going to be designed to stop your better players. Can the other guys step up? That's what a team's all about. And I think the thing about this is it's not about, okay, well, if I'm going, I'm going to go dominate and I'm going to get 25. No. Carmelo became Carmelo because we won. Defensive player of the year, player of the year, coach of the year is because we won. We won. And it takes everybody. And I think the message here is when we have five guys in double figures and six and seven have eight and seven and everybody's flying on the defensive end and we're rebounding and we're sharing and we're doing that, that's what it's going to take. And so thank you. No question today. There's no question. Because at the end of the day, if you've never been there, it's the stories of understanding because it's, you can read anything and find a whole different way to look at it. The best way to look at it in those, in those instances are what? That's a fact. Um, you know?